Hello, I'm Eve, the host of Die Happy Tonight. Welcome to my podcast. Eve's job features true stories from the bold women that frequent our events in New York City and around the world. Enjoy. I never thought that I would find myself in this type of profession, but that, I mean, first of all, it's not my actual profession. It's something I do on the side. But secondly, I, um, you know, it's because of the way that we're conditioned socially and the stigma around uh, sex work. You wouldn't really necessarily call this sex work because it's dancing, but it's on the border. It's on the fringe of what you would call sex work, I guess, right? So, I mean, we're, we're just conditioned to think that that is bad and it's, you know, degrading to women. And I find it very ironic because I find it incredibly empowering. I don't feel degraded at all. I walk out of here, I'm like, the amount of guys that are like, oh, wow, you're amazing, you're so beautiful, you're so amazing. I'm like, if anything, it boosts my confidence, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it's funny, because it's usually like the stereotypes the other way around. Exactly, but the stereotypes aren't ever the reality. Even when I tell people that I work in this business, I mean, I tell, I'm very open about it. And uh, they're curious to know how it is and it's a bit hard to explain, like anything. You can't exactly explain the atmosphere. I mean, I can, and I, can, I can explain it to a certain extent, but until you're here, you don't really understand. Right. And it's sexy, and it's cool, and it's empowering, and it's fun, and, and you make a lot of money in a short period of time in a situation that kind of feels like partying, to be honest. Um, and so I just... Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I think we're in a good generation, especially being an artist, that no one thinks it's weird. No one in my life thinks it's weird that I work here. They're just fascinated. Like, yeah. that's literally the, the reaction I get is, oh, wow, you know. Do your parents what's that know? Like? No, they don't. Okay. They wouldn't want to know, so I don't tell them. Yeah. I told my mom, and she's like, I want to come. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, my parents. Like, no. <laughs> my parents are very liberal, but um, not that liberal. Yeah, they I, wouldn't. Uh, they wouldn't appreciate it. I don't think. <laughs> I think it would. Eh, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't sit well with them. What's been the craziest reaction you've had? Uh, in terms of people I've told that I work yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you know, I have a lot of different facets of my life. Uh, I'm not just an artist. I've worked in a lot of different things. I, you know, I carry myself in a certain way that. I don't. I can't remember specifically the person, but there have been people that were just shocked, like, like shocked. completely shocked because they know me. How do you say it? Like, by the way. Yeah, exactly. No, like really, I've had moments where I'm like, so I guess you don't know this about me, um, but I do this thing, and and then I start to explain it, and the person's like, oh. <gasps> What? And then again, it turns into. How do you explain it? So, the way that I would explain it, if you were like someone that I knew that didn't know that I worked here, I'd be like, so I don't know if I've told you this. Usually, it's just because it hasn't come up in conversation. It's not because I'm embarrassed. Like, the only people I would keep it from are just basically like my parents, because, or like my older relatives who are more conservative that, like, they wouldn't get it and they wouldn't want to know and it just wouldn't it's just like not worth it to tell them <laughs> yeah. but when I've told people that I know in my life even even people in my family like cousins or stuff like that I say so you know uh, I guess uh, this isn't something that you know but I work in um, 
like basically an alternative strip club in New York. And they're like, what? I'm like, well, it's like, you know, it's like a strip club, but they're private parties and they're in like really sexy lounge um, situations. And yeah, it's kind of weird to explain. And like you dance, but there's no girl dancing on stage. It's not actually like a normal strip club. So like it's basically, I would say, kind of like they have this idea that it's a girlfriend experience. So basically if you walk in, this is what I always tell people. I'm like, if you walked in without knowing where you were, you would walk in and be like, whoa, like I'm in this club with like a shit ton of really hot girls. Like what's going on? Like, because you don't really know unless you know. And obviously maybe you have a feeling, but it's like you walk in and it's just like all these really, really hot girls and guys who, you know, half of them are in suits or they're like business guys and bottle service. But it kind of looks like a normal club, but like sexier because the girls are like really hot and dressed up and like, yeah. And then there's like these private dance rooms in the back, but like you talk for a while, it's very mental, it's very psychological. Honestly, I didn't realize like the, the hardest part about it is the, is the talking. I love to dance, I love to be naked, I love my body. I am like very open. It's a game, it's like, it's the talking. It's the like, you know, yeah. how you get to the dance floor. Do you have any like kind of formulas now doing it for a little bit? Um, or is each case different? Yeah, I kind of read the guys. So it depends on the guy, but I definitely, um, for example, I do not talk for longer than a certain period of time. I don't know what that is because it's it's all, I'm not looking at my phone. But I'm not gonna stand and talk to a guy for half an hour unless I know he's gonna dance. And there are some guys that I just know that they're not cheap and they want to dance and they wanna talk to you first. And usually they're guys who are like repeat customers and they come back. So those guys, I don't mind talking for half an hour because then we're going to end up dancing for like a bunch of dances. And I know every girl has her own game. But for me, I want to have the least amount of guys and the most dances. I don't want to have one dance with each guy because then each guy I have to do an introduction. I have to talk to them. And then for just one dance, it's kind of like, well. Right. You like to be monogamous for the night. I like to, yeah. I like to try and minimize. And so therefore, I try and read the guys as I'm going along. I definitely try to avoid like super, super wasted guys because it just can get messy and like they try not to pay you or they don't remember how many dances it was. And it's just like, I don't want to, I want to minimize the stress as well. So it's just like, no. Yeah. What is one of, do you have any like super memorable dance experiences? Either something really amazing, something really wild, a weird request, <laughs> a weird fucking guy. Um, yeah, I think one of the funniest ones was... I love the funny ones. They're my, they're my favorite. I, a lot of times I joke with guys when I'm dancing and I'm like, ooh, you should dance for me. Because first of all, like, I have a lot of fun. Like, like I said, I like dancing and I'm very playful. So, like, it's fun for me to be flirty. So, like, half the time I really am just kind of, like, entertaining myself, to be honest. And so I'll be like, ooh, you want to dance for me? Knowing that they're going to be, a lot of them are just shy or, like, <laughs> or awkward or whatever. But I had one guy, and he was this, like, little skinny guy, like, a small, smaller than me. 
And I'm I'm dancing and I'm like, oh yeah, like so next it's your turn next, like you have to dance for me, ha ha ha. And I'm like laughing and dancing, <laughs> and he literally picked me up, picked me up, stood Stop. up. I was shocked that he could even literally pick me up. Stop. Picks me up, flips me, puts me down on the chair, and starts to take off his shirt and did an entire song and stripped for me. And I was just like shocked. And he paid for this song, by the way. I have no words. <laughs> Lord, that's the best word. I mean, it was, yeah, it was really good. He was smaller than you. He was smaller than me, yes. Oh, my God, do you have he more was stories? He was strong, though. You know, I what have a lot of... What do you do if it's a guy that you're like... Can you flirt with a guy that you don't think is attractive at all? Uh, yes, but that is because I'm not actually, weirdly, naturally, I'm not a very flirty person in my, like, daily life. Because if I really like a guy, I get really shy and I get nervous. So when I'm flirty, it's more so because I'm just having fun. So half the time I'm flirting with someone that I'm not actually really attracted to, but I find them funny. Like, it's it's like a mental thing. It's easier for you to flirt with a guy you don't think is cute. Yeah. Yeah. What? I can't, I'm, if I like a guy, I get really shy, so. For I mean, me, it's like, I cannot flirt with a guy I don't find attractive. Like, I, I just, mean, also, like, we're drinking, so that helps. If I was sober the whole way through, it would probably be a bit different. <laughs> but that's funny. Having a few drinks makes loosens me up, and, like, the thing is, is the music's good. I like to dance. We're in a sexy atmosphere, so it, like, gets me in the mode of, like, flirtiness. Right. That's so funny that it's easier for you to flirt with a guy that you don't find attractive at all. I mean, I guess there's a spectrum. So, like, for example, working it's in here. It's not that you're repulsed. That's not the guys who I find more attractive in here, it's easier for me to flirt with them. Okay. I'm saying in my daily life, if I really meet some guy at a bar and I think he's, like, really, really cute, I'm going to be nervous. I'm, I'm gonna not going to be flirty. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm not, like... But in here, it's, like, it's all kind of the same. So, yes, the cuter a guy is, the easier it's to flirt with in this situation in this context my name is alice and i'll see you at rosewood eavesdrop produced by die happy tonight a new york city-based nightlife design company and the creators of rosewood meet the women in this podcast at our private events in new york city and throughout the world by joining our email list at www.diehappytonight.com